COVID-19 has finally found the Minnesota Wilds, plus the World Juniors are over. We take a look at that and more today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we look at how Jonas Brodeen came down with COVID-19, which means he will not be available for the Winter Classic but why we should not panic as to the Wild coming with up with other COVID-19 cases. We'll talk about that. Plus, the World Junior Championships officially canceled today, so uh, we will talk about that as well here today. And the Wild making a move, uh, sending one of their forwards from Iowa to St. Louis. We'll talk about that today as well. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering all of your favorite teams here in the state of Minnesota. And now turning my attention to the hockey world and uh, happy to be along with you here on a uh, Wednesday edition of the show. A lot has happened since uh, Tuesday's episode, so uh, let's hop in and get you caught up. With uh, the latest, we'll start, of course, with the Jonas Brodeen news. As Brodeen coming down with uh, COVID-19. Found this super, um, super interesting uh, and uh, terribly ironic because um, Michael Russo's latest piece for The Athletic was talking about how the Wilds were looking to unleash um, Jonas Brodeen to the national stage. Uh, for the Winter Classic game, and then he ends up uh, coming down with COVID-19. I'm going to um, mention this a lot. We're going to talk about a lot of uh, what Michael Russo has tweeted over the last couple of days, trying to get the the full spectrum of everything going on. But uh, at the end of the day, I don't think it is a situation where the, uh, the Wild have to worry about Um, other COVID cases, and we'll talk about that here uh, to start things off as well. But as Russo uh, tweeted earlier today, Jonas Brodeen tested positive Monday morning and was immediately sent home to isolate even without the confirmed positive test. So five consecutive 24-hour periods would seem to allow him to play Saturday night if asymptomatic. Uh, The Wild are trying to get that clarified um, it, it was reported yesterday and even earlier this morning that he was for sure out of the Winter Classic. But testing positive on Monday, and uh, so as a result, the Wild have been kind of trying to, to scramble to get things figured out as being the final team that did not have a player on the COVID-19 list. And uh, I know the picture has circulated quite a bit of several Minnesota Wild players taking part in an outdoor practice uh, gearing up for the Winter Classic, uh, the likes of Kirill Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson-Eck, uh, Brodeen, Victor Rask, Matt Zuccarello, amongst others. 
which got some uh, some concerns kind of starting to ripen as to whether or not there would be other players that um, that were you know confirmed positive cases uh, to which maybe the wild ended up having an outbreak or having multiple players that could not um, take part in the winter classic or um, any games coming up. As far as I have been able to tell, we have not had any additional COVID-19 additions uh, to the uh, the COVID list. Uh, and so it, it seems as though this is just an isolated incident. Whatever Brodeen did to end up on the COVID list, uh, it doesn't look as though anyone else is going to be um, – on that list as well. So that photo that you saw of that outdoor practice, as far as I can tell, whatever happened to Brodeen, uh, COVID-19 related, was after that photo took place. So obviously this uh, this whole situation has been unfolding throughout the course of the uh, the last couple of days. It was initially reported that Brodeen was simply held out of practice. And then, of course, the, uh, the positive COVID test uh, ended up uh, being reported later. Brodeen also had the initial positive, And then I think he had a couple of negative tests and then tested positive again. So I, uh, I'm not sure exactly as to that timeline uh, in and of itself. But obviously a huge blow for Brodeen if he's not able to play because we've been hyping the Winter Classic pretty much all season and uh, just when it seemed like everybody else in the league was uh, was dealing with COVID-19, the Wild were the only team that wasn't. And so now uh, COVID is here and uh, the Wild are dealing with it yet again here uh, as 2021 ends and we head into 2022. A development on that note in the Wild and the rest of the NHL, reinstituting the taxi squads. So, for the Wild, Kalen Addison has been added to the taxi squad. So, much like last year uh, for the Wild, they, uh, they had the taxi squad where if anybody tested positive for COVID-19, and was held out of the lineup. The Wild were able to add those players from the taxi squad uh, at uh, a relatively quick pace to be able to come in and take roster spots. So the Wild weren't playing shorthanded. And so Addison uh, will be, I believe, will be available for, uh, for the Winter Classic should he be needed. But obviously with this new development, in the quarantine period being shortened from 10 days to 5 days, as Russo pointed out, if Brodeen tested, um, initially tested on Monday and was able to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday testing negative, then he should be good to go um, and ready to play in the Winter Classic. So the big things to take away uh, from what we've heard over the last 24 hours, Brodeen is in the COVID protocol there has not been anyone else added to the list as far as I'm able to tell, uh, and so uh, we hope that it stays that way. But also the taxi squads are coming back, and so Kalen Addison will be added. 
The Wild are going to add a couple of other forwards to that grouping so that uh, they have players at the ready uh, as needed here as COVID pops up here throughout the next uh, couple of months. So that's about where things are at. Hopefully it does not end up becoming more of an issue uh, and that the Wild can get through this round uh, with just having had Brodeen put on the list. I would say that's a, a pretty fortunate uh, circumstance that as at this point, it has only been one player. You's, there are teams, I mean, the Calgary Flames are still dealing with it. And they were the ones that kind of started this whole uh, second round of, of COVID in the NHL. So hopefully that's all we have. But uh, we'll keep an eye on this all the way up to Saturday's Winter Classic. And hopefully the Wild are not too shorthanded with already being down Jared Spurgeon and Jewel Erickson X. So that's, uh, that's about the latest we've got on the COVID-19 front. There was some bigger news today uh, throughout the NHL as the World Junior Championships have uh, officially been canceled due to COVID-19. So we'll talk about that and more next here on Lockdown Wild. 2022 is right around the corner, which means New Year's resolutions. If you, like me, are looking at getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good you'll want to eat them. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that with a normal candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So no matter what you want to do in 2022, make sure Built Bar is part of the journey. Head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final uh, second segment, I should say, getting ahead of myself, of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. The World Junior Championships have uh, also been uh, dealing with COVID-19, and so uh, the World Juniors have officially been canceled uh, here uh, for their remainder, which is obviously a huge blow. I uh, wanted to get a chance to see a lot of those kids that uh, that made up you know a ton of the NHL farm systems get a chance to compete for uh, medals and for uh, a chance to you know get all the way to the uh, the gold medal game, but. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And if there's one thing to pull away from the uh, the World Juniors this year, I think we have to talk about the play of uh, Jesper Wallstead. Obviously, it was selected by the Minnesota Wild in last year's draft as their goalie of the future. And uh, looking at his uh, World Juniors performance, um, 
Wallstead just had it up here. Wallstead was uh, in two games. He was two and zero. He had a nine sixty two save percentage and a one point five goals against average uh, in those two starts. And that's after last year's performance, in which he went zero one and zero with a nine twenty three save percentage and a two point four goals against average. So he has been, you know, just doing some great things for Sweden. Had the 48-save shutout, which was, I think, the state uh, trademark performance of what ended up happening for this year's World Juniors. So, yes, it is uh, extremely disappointing that the World Juniors uh, are finished because there were a couple of wild players other than Wallstead that were playing Jack Pert was uh, was part of the uh, of the roster for uh, Team Canada and or actually Team USA. I beg your pardon. Uh, and so there were some wild players that were uh, were going to battle, trying to uh, to take home the uh, the gold. And you know they're not going to get the chance to uh, to do that here uh, the rest of this year. But as we'll talk to uh, our our friend Gabe Foley um, probably next week. Um, Jesper Wallstead is the real deal. He is going to he's going to be that ace goalie that the Wild have not had uh, for a good majority of their franchise's tenure. I mean, yes, they had the Devin Dubnik, you know, uh, playoff performance and uh, coming over in the trade and really having you know probably four solid seasons of uh, of goalie play before he started to tail off again. Wallstead gives the Wild an opportunity to have a player who can come up and immediately have an impact and uh, can have a sustained impact for this team. Not necessarily the likes of of Marc-Andre Fleury or Patrick Waugh or some of those guys. Maybe not a Hall of Fame career because that's obviously some very high praise. But at the same time, he could be a guy that ends up starting for 10, 15, 17 seasons if he continues to uh, to perform at the level that he has. So if you want to take any sort of positives away from the World Juniors, it's that uh, Jesper Wallstead continues to look the part and uh, should be a player that factors into the wild success sooner as opposed to later. Now, does that mean that he ends up uh, coming to Iowa and uh, and being part of the roster next year at some point um, or maybe for the whole season? I would look more to at some point as opposed to trying to put all the pressure of him making the, uh, the Iowa roster uh, before the season starts. I think it's perfectly fine to assume that he'll be on the Iowa roster at some point, get him ready, get his feet wet, and then he can compete for one of the goalie spots uh, two years from now uh, for the uh, the Minnesota Wild. But it's all about, with goalies, it's all about just trying to make sure that they stay challenged and uh, that you're not, you know, you're not stunting their growth by putting them in a league that they dominate and then they get bored. So if Wallstead continues to uh, to tear it up, comes to the Iowa roster, shows that that's no problem. 
Bring him on up. Let him uh, let him get his feet wet and let him uh, do his thing um, up with the Minnesota Wild. So the uh, the big pull from the World Juniors, despite the fact that it was canceled, is that uh, Jasper Wallstead looks the part of the franchise goalie that we've been clamoring for uh, for the uh, the last few years. Should be able to have that here soon, maybe within the next uh, two years. Uh, for the uh, the Minnesota Wild, so that's uh, that's kind of where we're going to leave things with the World Juniors. We do have a trade to talk about as well as the uh, Minnesota Wilds bid adieu to uh, a member of the uh, Iowa Wilds and have acquired a uh, a forward from the St. Louis Blues organization. We will finish the show talking about that. That's on the way next here on Locked On Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Final piece of news that we have to get to here today is that the Iowa Wilds and the, well, the uh, St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild making a trade. The Wild receiving Nolan Stevens in exchange for Will Bitten. Uh, and so, um, just an interesting, straight up, uh, straight up one for one trade uh, that uh, that was announced earlier today from the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the club has acquired forward Nolan Stevens from the St. Louis Blues in exchange for forward Will Bitten. Stevens has collected twelve points, three goals, and nine assists, including two power play goals and ten penalty minutes in twenty games with the Springfield Falcons in the American Hockey League. The 6'3", 190-pound native of Brantford, Ontario, owns 79 points, 27 goals, 52 assists, and 44 penalty minutes in 156 career AHL games with San Antonio, Utica, and Springfield. He recorded 118 points, 57 goals, 61 assists, and 80 penalty minutes in 132 games during four seasons at Northeastern University, Stevens served as captain in his senior season and assistant captain in his junior season at Northeastern. He played for the United States Under-18 team in 2013-2014 and the United States National Development Team in 2012-2013. He was selected in the fifth round, 125th overall of the 2016 NHL Draft. Bitten tallied eight points, two goal, uh, three goals, five assists in 23 games for the Iowa Wild this season. He was acquired by Minnesota from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for defenseman Gustav Olofsson on October 3rd, 2018. It seems to me that this was just your classic change of scenery type trade, uh, especially for Will Bitten. He wasn't uh, doing, wasn't putting up the greatest numbers. Uh, so far this season, but uh, obviously, with it being you know a forward for forward, uh, just trying to I think get a little bit more out of Nolan Stevens than they were able to get out of Will Bitten. Uh, he is a player that, as we mentioned, has scored in his uh, previous seasons, um, all the way back to his Northeastern days. So. Bill Guerin hoping, I think, for the same sort of effect that uh, that Rem Pitlick had by being acquired by the Wilds. Uh, so maybe Stevens will be able to uh, to light it up and uh, put up some good numbers 
uh, with the Iowa Wild. We wish Will Bitten well, and uh, hopefully he's able to find some more success in the St. Louis Blues organization uh, than he was here. So it, it, in terms of a, a minor league, an AHL trade, it's not one that the Wild are necessarily going to um, see a lot of impact from unless uh, Stevens ends up making the roster or he gets to, say, the taxi squad uh, and has a chance to be called up at some point, depending on if the Wild deal with COVID the rest of the year. But it's, like I said, it's a change of scenery type trade, and uh, it's hoping that these guys will uh, will play better in their new environments than they did in their old ones. So interesting move for Garen. It, it bears watching, but uh, we can't really react to it a ton uh, until we see Stevens play a few games with Iowa, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. That is, I think, going to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Wild. Just trying to get caught up on some news here over the uh, the course of the last 24 hours. Uh, the rest of the week, we will be checking in with Wyatt Guerin uh, to get uh, some of his over-unders for the uh, Minnesota Wild for various players this season. We'll see how close we're getting to some of those. And uh, we're going to obviously look ahead to 2022 with some New Year's resolutions as well. So uh, a few more shows here to finish off the week. Make sure that you are following along with Lockdown Wild so that you don't miss out on any of them. And now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure your second listen is Locked on Bets, your one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms. Just like Locked on Wild, we're available wherever you listen, anytime, any place. Also make sure to follow our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We keep you up to date on everything Minnesota Wild related. If a puck drops in the state of hockey, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.